0: The 405th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL wins totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest prices guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. And finally, we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGPN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGPN.
1: and Welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 405. It's going out to my little baby, baby Nene, whose birthday is tomorrow, August 26th. He will not be a baby any longer. He will be a teenager tomorrow, even though he's been acting like one since he's been about two. But he will officially be a teenager tomorrow, so this goes out to Nathan, my co-host on my other podcast, uh, Sloan A2Z. So I make sure I have very smart co-hosts on all my podcasts just like this one i am the host of this here one that would be the mma gambling podcast this would be a bonus episode for your ear holes that would be jeff chocks fox the the freaks the sickos the, the gens in the discord Manned this episode so you're getting it we listen to the people road to ufc is this week i totally forgot it was this week uh we have covered it in the past And the gens expect us, rightfully so, to cover it once again. So here we are. Road to UFC semifinals are taking place on Sunday. So we have basically lots of MMA we can watch this weekend. Um, Won't interfere with the UFC, obviously. Uh, UFC is in Singapore on Saturday. This will be happening the next day at ungodly hours. But we're going to break down both nights. Well, it's actually one night, excuse me. Uh, But we got 10 fights to break down. We did a lot of work this past uh, for this up these past three episodes. Gumby, we broke down a lot of fights. Hello, Gumby. Really?
0: Yes. Intending an episode is going to throw us back to old school times where we used to jam like a recap and a preview and like seven other things in every episode. Um, But we will try not to uh, not to bog it down too much. I'll, I'll make these a little bit quicker than usual.
1: So what, UFC we had, is the 13 fights in the UFC this week? 13,
0: yeah, yeah, 13 fights in the UFC this week, 10 on uh, this one, and then we broke down five, although there was only four on Contender Series, so we gave right. you 28 breakdowns. Uh, <laughs> yes. You're going to get 28 <laughs> fight breakdowns from me this week.
1: Yeah, I, I've been doing lots of resume work on uh, on these fighters, so yeah. Um, All right, we're going to jump right into it before we do anything else because we got lots of fights to cover here. No odds, which uh, for these have been released yet. They're widely available usually right when it comes to fight
0: time. It is usually by fight time. Yeah. And you can get them on, you know, the big sports books, but also the offshore ones and stuff like that.
1: Yep. Beautiful people, uh, you sickos like it when we don't have odds because uh, they like to have gummy guests and then see how close he is, and that actually affects uh, what side you you may bet on a fight. So we're gonna start off with the road to UFC Singapore episode one on Sunday, August twenty seventh, four a.m. Eastern. It's starting. It's on the UFC Fight Pass, so it's not like you have to get up and watch it live. If you don't want to, you can always catch it later on on the Fight Pass, which I'm sure I will do um all right Singapore indoor stadium in Singapore five fights uh we should have some good commentary though right is Laura Sanko going no she probably they'll probably do it from Vegas right
0: I don't know necessarily what she's doing because she was just at the fights this past weekend I know Bisping right. is out there um for UFC Singapore the Holloway fight so they might just roll him out again for a second one yeah. and I want to say John Gooden's out there with him
1: okay that's that's fine enough yeah Bisping's He's usually okay. It depends who he's with, but usually he, he's pretty good. I, I think he's on probation in my books, but keep him away from Cormier and uh, Dominic Cruz. and He's usually pretty good.
0: Yeah. He's got a little tip with, uh, with Laura Sanko too. They they get kind of chippy at each other.
1: Yeah. It's it's true. It's true. All right. Let's get cracking with, this is a non-tournament fight, uh, but we've seen both these guys on road to uh, events. Actually the last one. Uh, it is at flyweight, Peter Daniso. Versus oh boy, what's his first name, Dan? His name's so long that topology can't even fit it all in. Uh, it's Nyam Drigal. Yeah, Nyam Drigal. Tuman 2 Tuman Dembel. It sounds like uh, some kind of uh off brand uh, aspirin or something.
0: Tuman Deborah. Yeah, Just take uh, three Tuman Dembel and you'll feel fine in the morning.
1: Exactly. Maybe three be too much though. Don't, don't want don't our our, uh, our listeners to to OD on these things, but anyhow. Uh, Tubin Demberall and Daniso, like I said, don't know odds. I'll tell you about Tubin Demberall first. Art of the knockout, art of knockout is his nickname. How great is that?
0: I kind of like it.
1: <laughs> he's seven and two knockouts, four submissions. He's one and oh on the road to UFC. Uh, but he's on the tournament, like I said, multi region championships on his mantle. Correct, get that shirt, slash store. Use fight up at Featherweight, so two weight glasses up, three inches of reach on Daniso. Am I saying his, his name right? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh trimman uh, despite winning art of knockout, despite winning his last fight, he was outstruck by 0. 0.27 strikes per minute. Uh he's got better grappling stats than Danisol based off of their uh road two fights. No odds. Daniso, the Asian Viking, six and two, four knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted one time, one and own oh, road to UFC as well, non-tournament fight. He's won six straight fights. He was one and two in one FC, but that is uh That is expected because that's the the biggest promotion in the world and the best competition is there. I used to fight up at Bannaway, two inches of height over two men. Demaral, two years younger, better striking stats, more active landing strikes, and he's got a positive strike differential of 1.37 strikes per minute. Go ahead.
0: So I think Donaso is going to be a slight favorite, probably like 115-120. You're probably just going to barely get into the plus on Tumen Dembro. And I like the dog at the gate here in Tumen Dembrol for a couple of reasons. Number one is I think he has a really large wrestling advantage. We saw him wrestle Topnoi Kiram in his last fight. He won that fight by split decision. Obviously Kiram got some more stuff going on the feet than we thought he would, but Tumen Dembrol good takedowns. He wound up on top of him a bunch of times. And Doniso looked like he had some questionable takedown defense in his last fight. He's also quite a bit slower on the feet. He seems to be much more hittable than Tumen Denborough. Tumen Denborough is a wild striker. He's kind of crazy. Uh, but at the same time, I think that probably plays well against Doniso, who, you know, tries some like crazy flying stuff in his own right anyway, right? Like he won his last fight with a pretty shocking flying knee. Um, which is sort of why I think he's gonna come in as a favorite. People are gonna remember that crazy flying knee and mark him as a favorite. But I think Kuman Demborough is just a touch better. So I expect him to be a slight dog here, and I want to kick it off with Tuman Dembrill.
1: All righty. What should we say? Plus one ten, maybe?
0: Sure, plus one ten. Do you
1: do you only like him if he's a dog in this fight?
0: I think I'd like him probably up until like negative one thirty, negative one thirty-five. I might squeeze him in parlays if I'm feeling risky up until like the sixties or seventies, but like Maybe not 70s, maybe 60s, um, and any higher than that. Yeah, it's probably just a pass.
1: Okie dokie. Uh, let's move on to a tournament fight at, at Flyweight as well. Ray Tazura. Tizur, uh, Say it, Dan. Ray Tezura. Ray Tezura. There you go. Uh, versus Mark Clamaco. I'm usually go with the Japanese names, but I'm butchering to Sura for some reason. Uh, Mark Clamaco, an American in the in the, uh, in the the fights here. Uh, Clamaco is 9-1, two knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. 1-0 on oh Road to UFC. He's won three straight fights. 1-0 on oh Bellator, and he's outstruck his Road to uh, first opponent by almost two strikes a minute, plus 1.93. Sura, 7-0, oh, three knockouts, four submissions. So he's finished everyone. Impressive at, as a flyweight. 1-0 on oh Road 2. He won that fight via submission. Is a regional champion or was two inches height, three inches reach, and five years younger than Klamako. Better striking and grappling stats based off their one fight. And he outstruck his original opponent by 5.54 strikes per minute.
0: Okay, I, I think Sasura is going to wind up being a, a decent size favorite, maybe like negative 150. Klamako plus 135, plus 140, somewhere in that range. And I'm going to go with right to And the reason is, is because I originally picked Clamaco to win this tournament. I really thought he was the odds on favorite for the 25 and his wrestling just did not look as dominant as it needed to be in his debut. And his striking looked particularly questionable. So I'm a little bit worried how that looks against Tasura, who looked so good in his wrestling in his debut. Now, granted it was against much worse opposition, but like he's had good wrestling in the past. and has looked good on the mat in the past. So while maybe the competition level, Level was different for these two in the first fight. I do trust Asura's, uh wrestling a little bit more here, and at the very least, I think he forces Klamako to box, which is going to be bad news for Klamako. So, give me, uh, most likely, let's say negative 150 favorite here, Ray Tasura. All
1: right, Tasura is the pick. 60% of topology users pick him to win as well. Since we don't have odds, maybe I'll go with that. And 51% are picking Daniso. So, it, that one's kind of a pick and you're going with, uh, Two man, two man in that one. Yes, that's what I, that's what I said. And that is his pick. All right. Our pick also is game time. Game Co. is the spot place to be for hard to find tickets uh, or for the best deals or to find out actually what your seats will look like because they have all that on their website. Last minute takes everything you need. Uh, is that the game time app? I've checked it out. It looks very cool. And I may be using them very shortly. In the future, um, because game time is the place for last minute ticket deals, forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals and tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. More being MMA, there is MMA on there. UFC Boston was on there with you crazy UFC prices, but it still was cheaper on game time than than you're going to get elsewhere. Uh, the game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same session and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. So like I said, they do have the best prices or they will pay you if they don't Uh, snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. August is almost over, and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it, and Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time with $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner I said abs, absurd. Absurd. It is not absurd. Uh, do you have what it takes to win? To win it all. All $3 million. The time is now. The last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find it in the app store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Gumby, you've given us underdog pickups you like over the past couple episodes. Do you have one now?
0: Yeah, it, when the, the UFC stuff pops up on the app, just bet Max Holloway's, or play Max Holloway's over. You know, like, that guy's going to yes. land the over on strikes. He's probably going to land 300 strikes on Saturday.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially against who he's fighting, yeah, for sure. I I second that emotion. All right, back to Road to UFC. We're going to go to Featherweights. Featherweights semifinals or uh, on the first card as well. Yi versus Sangwon Kim. So Chinese fighter versus a Korean fighter. Kim, no problem, is the nickname. 10, 5, and 1. Three knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. 1-0 and zero Road to UFC. He's won four of his last five. One his last is Road to UFC fight via TKO. He was a regional champion. He used to fight up at lightweight. Two inches taller than Za and he's more active landing strikes. And he outstruck his UFC, uh, his first road to UFC opponent by 1.04 strikes per minute. Ja, 23 and four, five knockouts, 13 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. All in one in the UFC. He's three in one in road to UFC. So he won uh, both of his fights last season, right? And then lost in the final. Is that right?
0: Correct. Yeah, he lost to John Young Lee.
1: Right. So maybe he's not three in one in road to UFC. He would be two in one because they, they count his the loss as... Uh, as an actual UFC fight there. So nonetheless, uh, he's won four of his last five, won his last five via submission uh, first round of the season. He's fighting a lightweight, excuse me, light heavier would be quite a jump up. An inch of reach, four years younger than Kim. He outs- He's outstruck his UFC and rode two opponents by 0.29 strikes per minute. Better grappling stats than Kim, and that's all I got.
0: Uh, I think Sangwon Kim is going to be a huge underdog here. Um, I, I'm talking like three hundreds, four hundreds, kind of area. Let's let's just cut the difference and say plus three fifty. I think he's going to be a big underdog because Zayee uh, has won so many fights on road to the UFC. He is definitely the more popular of the two fighters. He's got a longer resume, but I'm gonna go with Sangwen Kim here. I <laughs> I think he is worth the roll of the dice on if you, especially if you can get a massive number here. You know, if if he comes in and he's only like plus one seventy five, yeah, like I I think that's a pass for me. But like I think he's going to be a three to one or four to one underdog here, and I think it's definitely worth it because first of all, he hits so hard that puncher's chance is there for him. And then if you go back and you look at some of the people he's fought, this is a dude who rear naked choked Jack Jenkins, UFC fighter Jack Jenkins. He beat this guy gibum Bum Moon. I know that name probably doesn't mean a lot to people, but he's like you know, one of the better up and coming prospects out of, uh, out of Korea, they call him jigsaw. And like, he's beaten both of those guys. His only recent loss was to Shin Haruuchi, who, you know, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Shin Haruuchi is really freaking good too. So like, I think that power on his feet plays, I think the fact that he's a little bit taller than Zayi is good. And also just like Zayi seems hittable in a power puncher, given a big fat set of odds against the guy who gets hit. Uh, I'll take that all day.
1: Alrighty. Hopefully it's a big one for us. Uh big underdog and a big hit. All right. We are going back to flyweights. Sing Guk Choi versus Jinyu Shiyu. So Korea versus Japan in the semifinals. Jin Yu China. China. China China, excuse me. Yes. Jin Yu oh. is China. <laughs> yes, Jin Yu Shiyu is Chinese. Excuse me. He's also little King Kong, Dan. He's 12 and 2. Five knockouts, three submissions, never been finished in a fight. 1-0 on the road to UFC. Six straight wins. He won his first road to UFC fight via TKO. Two inches height, five inches reach on Choi. Four years younger. Better striking stats and he's more active landing strikes. And he outstruck his UFC opponent by 4.57 strikes per minute in the first road to fight. Choi, 7-2, one knockout, one submission. He's been submitted one time. 3-0 on the road to uh, 0-1 on the UFC because he won both his fights last year and then lost in the finals. And then he won his one road to fight this year for six. Out of the past seven fights, he has won, including his last fight. He's outstruck his road two and UFC opponents by 0.32 strikes per minute. And he's got better grappling stats than Jinyu Shiyu. Break her down.
0: Yeah, I'm going Sunguk Choi. Uh, so, like, if I'm I'm out here trying to guess odds, I think Sunguk Choi is probably going to be, like, negative 200 favorite. Um, I think he's a deserving favorite. He's looked really good. That fight with Sumit Kumar showed that he can strike and he can wrestle a guy who's, you know, a pretty damn good wrestler. Sumit Kumar, I think, surprised a lot of people. He's also fought some other really tough guys, including, you know, he had a pretty good fight early in his career with Steven Erzig. Um, yeah, he's just a tough wrestler guy, and I don't think Jini Ushiyu, can kind of hang with that kind of wrestling. I think Jinny Yushiu has kind of had an easier resume and it's made it easier for his wrestling to look good. So, yeah, give me some good joy.
1: alrighty, righty. Uh, what number did you say we're going to get on him? I, I
0: said, said negative, negative 200.
1: All right. Very good. I will mark it down. Let's go to the main event of the first card of the day. That will be at Featherweights Kaiwin Lee versus Kuya Kanda, China versus Japan uh kanda bushido is a nickname 12 and 4 with six knockouts he's been knocked out twice submitted once one and on the road to ufc won four straight fights and seven of eight three inches of reach on Kaiwin. better grappling stats and he is out he outstruck his uh road to opponent by 1.06 strikes per minute Kaiwin, the underdog is the nickname we'll see if that rings true or not when the odds get dropped 11 and 5 seven knockouts one submission he's been knocked out three times one known road to he won that fight via knockout. He's won five of his last six. He went nine and three in one championship. The biggest organization in the world. Better striking stats in Canada. Six times, almost six times more active landing strikes he, because he outstruck his row two opponent by 17.74 strikes per minute. Um, <laughs> that's the breakdown. Is he going to be the underdog, Dan?
0: No, it'll be a negative 300 favorite or better here. Uh, I'll say negative 300 just for, uh, you know, so you have something to put in the spreadsheet. But like th- this dude's, this dude's legit. He hits so freaking hard. He takes people out. And like, I, I think his takedowns are kind of underrated too, because he took down Fabrizio de Andrade in-, in one, uh, who's a pretty good opponent. And, you know, like had-, had some pretty early success in there. He's got fast leg kicks. Kanda is just a guy who's like, very long and uses lots of stance switches but like ultimately is too upright to fight somebody like kai win Lee and he's way slower he's gonna get starched with one of these punches and even if he doesn't probably in the middle of a stance switch he's gonna find himself too upright and he's gonna find himself on his ass so I don't think Lee will will shoot those takedowns unless he runs into trouble um but I do expect him to to have them there if he needs them so the the paths to victory are really clear for kai win Lee and I think he does it easy.
1: All righty. So the picks, Kaiwin, Choi, Kim, Desura, and Tumen Demborel for part one of the Road to UFC. Uh, We got part two coming up once I open that part of my computer here. Uh, Happened the same day. It's happening Sunday as well. Um, Road to UFC, Singapore, episode two. Saturday, Sunday, 6 a.m. Eastern, or whenever the first part ends. Uh, Singapore Indoor Stadium, five fights, all the same jazz. Uh, we got a non tournament fight to kick things off here, too, at Lightweight. Jai Hyung Park versus Quilin Saul Killed. Saul Killed? Sure, Saul Killed. He's Australian, going up against a South Korean Saul Killed. Four and one, two knockouts, two submissions. So he's finished everyone and he got submitted in his one loss. So he's never gone the distance. Won four straight fights. He's not lost since his debut, February 2021. That was his debut fight that he lost. Uh, was a regional champion or is. Four inches height on Park. Park, six and one, three knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once this is his debut as well in the UFC or Road to UFC, just like Saul Kield. Uh, he's won six straight fights. He's the only guy who lost his debut. That was back in May of 2019. He also is a regional champion, two years younger than Saul killed. Do you know anything about these gentlemen, Dan?
0: I do. Uh, Saul killed his uh, eternal NMA champion, uh, even though he's only had pro, five pro fights, uh, which is pretty impressive because that, that promotion in Australia usually has some pretty high-level dudes. Um, but he went in there an absolutely brutal knockout uh, to take the belt off of... Uh, what did he take the belt off of? Was it Blake Donnelly? I feel like it's Blake Donnelly. Not that that name probably means anything to you. But, um, you know, he hits like a truck. Uh, and that's the thing. I think this fight probably opens even... If it does, uh, Sal Kild will, will get the money in on him quick and he will be a favorite shortly. So I, I think it will probably open even because if you look at their records, they look pretty even. And then somebody's going to get a glimpse of what Sal Kild has done uh, in terms of knockout power and people will be on him and the number will be bad. So if you like Sal Kild, as I do, uh, you should get in on him early before he winds up being a huge favorite. Because, like I said, he hits hard, he is a little bit sloppy. And I think if Park decided to wrestle him, he might have some success. The problem is I don't think Park will wrestle him. Um, And if you've watched some of Park's older fights, he like gets countered with an overhand right a lot, which when you're fighting a guy who's a power puncher, it's just like, man, that is a red flag and a half. So I'll take killed. I'll say, you know, he opens negative 110.
1: All right. killed
0: 110. Is there a number you would not take him at? I mean, I think you take him up until, like, negative 150s, 60s happily. Um, but I would say, like, you know, he's one of those guys who you're going to get a lot of CLV on if you get in on early. Mm. Um, so, like, you know, just get in on him early if you can. And and when he starts to get too high, you know, you start to get to the point where it's just a dog or pass situation.
1: Jong's ears perked up. You, you said the magic word CLV. Uh, you've waited all year and the time has finally arrived. College football is back. And so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only bet just $5 in any college football bet. Um, I use it for all my MLB picks that I do on the uh, uh, website as well. They got UFC obviously on there. They got everything if you're not... Uh, not into college football. They got everything else you can need on Sportsbook, uh, from a Sportsbook over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DSGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Money on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DSGP. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 1-888-789-7777. That's 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org on behalf of boot hill casino and resorts 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources at the mouthful bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply turns at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms make sure you check out our patreon the sgp on patreon is here Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. The guys just recorded the first sports gambling podcast stories podcast, just for patrons chronically the birth of the sports gambling podcast network. There's even a discord channel just for patrons sports gambling podcast has and always will give out all their picks for free. Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N and let's move along. Let's head back to Singapore, the indoor stadium there. And we're going to go to a tournament fight at Bantamweight. Long Zhao versus Shuya Kami Kubo. So we've got a Chinese fighter versus a Korean. No, Japanese fighter. Excuse me. Uh, Kami Kubo. Stealth is the nickname. 13-1-1. and Three knockouts, three submissions. Never been finished in a fight. He won his to first row two fight. Obviously, that's part of a 10-fight winning streak. He's not lost since September of 2015. He went 6-0 and won championship, the biggest and best promotion in the world. He used to fight at weight and sorry, featherweight and lightweight. So up two weight classes, better striking stats, better grapple stats, and more active landing strikes than long. He outstruck his first row two opponent by 1.67 strikes per minute. Long, 25 and 7, four knockouts, nine submissions. He's been knocked out three times. He won his first row to fight as part of a three fight winning streak and 16 of 17 wins for him. Uh, all one in the contender series. Who did you fight Dan? Do you remember
0: on contender series?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm really putting. Oh, oh
0: it was um, Kino Nez. Uh Christian yeah. Kino Nez. Yeah.
1: Yes. I remember now. Uh, was a regional champion. Long was he used to fight at featherweight. All one in one championship, the biggest promotion in the world with 10 billion uh, viewers Long, three inches taller, two inches reach on Kemi Kubo, five years younger, and he's got a plus 7.74 strike differential on his road to UFC fight, first fight. Go ahead, as I let the dog out of the rim.
0: I'm glad you helped remind me that that long shot had fought on contender series because uh, that fight with Keenan is just further drives home my point. This guy can't stop a takedown. Keenan got him down. Um, more importantly, recently, he only won a split decision to get here by getting taken down a bunch of times by Shohei Nose. Dude, like Shuya Kamakubo is just going to absolutely bulldoze him here negative five hundred. Um, and maybe still Parlay Fuel for Kamakubo. Um, There's two other fights I'm going to talk about on this card that are going to have absurdly high odds. Uh, Maybe just pair them all together. Kamakubo, huge favorite. Obvious pick.
1: Minus 500. That is huge. All right. What are we going to move to now? Let's move to Lightweights. Zurong, a name you may remember, uh, versus Sang. Ok Kim. China versus South Korea once again. Kim. Frogman is a nickname. I don't remember this, Dan. I, we must have talked about this before. I don't know that we talked about Frogman. Really? <laughs> maybe, maybe it wasn't public when we broke down this uh, his first fight. you think I would remember Frogman. Um, he is Frogman. He's 9 of 2. Three knockouts, three submissions. Never finished in a fight. 1-0 on the road to UFC. He won that fight via submission. He's won three straight and seven of eight. Used to fight at welterweight. Three inches taller than wrong And uh he got outstruck, however, in his UFC fight that he won by 1.6 strikes per minute, his road to UFC fight. Uh wrong Little Yama is a nickname. 23 and 5, 15 knockouts, five submissions. He's submitted as he spit it out four times in his career. He won his road to fight as well via TKO. This time, uh, he's both of his last two wins. Uh he's won both of his last two fights both via TKO. Uh, He's won three of his last five overall. He went one and two in the UFC in his stint there. He's missed weight twice in the UFC. That probably is part of the reason why he got cut. He's fight at featherweight and bantamweight uh, regional champion, seven years younger than Kim, twice more active landing strikes, better grappling stats. And he's been outstruck over his road to in UFC fights by minus 1.89 strikes per minute.
0: So that's all. This is going to be another wide odd one. I'm going to say negative 300 for wrong zoo. However, it's not one of the ones I think you should put in a parlay. Um, I'm going to pick Rong zoo and say, I think he's going to win in this, but like, I think he's going to be too big of a favorite to make sense. Um, I think he's faster. You know, you mentioned him being younger. I think the cardio is a little better. All those things make me like Rong zoo in this fight. Um, But the fact that he's going to be so much smaller, uh, because Kim is a big dude. Um, you know, he's six foot with a 72 and a half inch reach at lightweight. Um, that's a pretty big guy, especially for Rong zoo, who's like quite a bit shorter than that. Um, so I think Rue is faster and stronger. I do worry that like, maybe just that weight can, can be tough for him. I think gun to my head, you pick wrong zoo, but at negative 300, which I think is the minimum this line is going to be, you just, you just stay away from this fight.
1: Where would you play it at?
0: I think he would, if he came in, in the one hundreds, I I'd consider like either throwing him in a parlay or just like dabbling on him. If I could find a KO prop on him that came down close to even, I might play that, but it, it, the money line just is not going to be enticing where it is. And I, I'm, I, I almost guarantee that money line winds up really high because every single person we've seen have a, a uh, uh, UFC fight on road comes in as a huge favorite um, And I think he deserves to be a favorite on top of that. So like when you pair those things together, I think the line's is just going to be so inflated.
1: All righty. There you go. Hopefully turn not in there, making the line even worse. Uh, he <laughs> moves lines. He moves lines. All right. Co-main event. Not call that, but that's where it is in the card. It is at Bantaweight. Darmisi Zawapasi. Zawupasi. It's like I've never said these names before. Zawu Zawupasi. WC Zawapasi versus Chang Ho Lee. It's uh, South Korean names are much easier than the Chinese names. Another China versus South Korea fight. Uh, Lee eight and one, three knockouts, two submissions, never been finished in a fight. He won his road to fight via TKO. He won his fight before that via TKO as well. So he's won two straight one, no in one championship. The biggest promotion in the world used to fight at down at flyweight interreach reach on Zawapusi. Uh, so a passy, I made it sound uh, noddier than it is uh, striking stats in his favor. And he's, uh, his active strikes, um, times infinity, uh, he's more landing he strikes times infinity than is Because Zawapasi didn't land any strikes in his first fight. Did you know that Dan?
0: I didn't know that for sure, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, to, to be fair, he, uh, he, he did end that fight pretty damn quick.
1: <laughs> didn't land any strikes and didn't get hit. Uh, Lee outstruck on the, Lee was the total opposite. He outstruck his one up by 9.05 strikes per minute in his fight. He also has better grappling stats than Zawa Patsy. is 7-0, one knockout, six submissions, so he's finished everyone. He won his road to fight via submission. No punches were thrown, Damian Maya style. He's fight at featherweight, six years younger than Lee, and like I said, his strike differential, 0.0. 0. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, uh, so I think Zawa Pasi is going to be a pretty big favorite here. I'll say negative 250. This is another one of the ones I was going to say to throw in the parlay with uh, Kamakubo, and the reason is, is he's just like he's way too good with his takedown shots. Cause even when he shoots from too far away, he like doesn't let go of his opponent and chains a second one or a third one together or works against the cage and gets it. That's what we saw him do against Gintig, which got him the rear naked choke. And if you go back and you watch Chan Ho Lee's fight with uh Sim Kai Shang, which was on brave CF um, he, he gets put up against the cage a lot. And even when he's initiating the clinch, the ability of Shang to just like, completely change the position on him and just turn him around and like land some knees and beat him up. I, I think that bows really poorly for him against a guy like Zawapasi. So uh yeah I Dar Zawapasi here probably negative two fifty is some parlay fuel.
1: All right. Throw him in a parlay and to our main event the last fight of the day in Singapore. It is uh a the semifinals in lightweight Baha uh, Bahat bah, Boli Bati Balati versus Shin Haraguchi. Uh, China versus Japan. Haraguchi, the Japanese fighter, 6-0 with five knockouts. He won his row two, original row two fight via TKO. Was a regional champion, a year younger than Bati Balati, which is a great name to say. Better striker stats, more after landing strikes, and he outstruck his uh, uh, row to UFC opponent by 7.33 strikes per minute. Bati Balati is the Lion King, 8-1-1, four knockouts, one submission, never been finishing any fight. He won his road to UFC fight via disqualification. Uh, he's won two straight fights in four or five to fight at welterweight and middleweight five inches taller and Haraguchi three inches of reach. And he got outstruck in the road to fight by 0.28 strikes per minute.
0: Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure during that uh, fight where he won by DQ and he was clearly looking for a way out, which we, we said at the time um, we were like, fade this guy at all costs in the next fight. And here he is, he's fighting Shin Horuuchi. He'll be a negative 500. 500- favorite Horuuchi will. Um, and yeah, we're going to continue to fade Bacha Pilate because, you know, he barely barely beat Ryan Lenninger back in LFA. And uh, actually, I didn't even think he won that fight. Um, he was going to lose that fight against one big key. Uh, and now he's going to get badly taken down by Shin Horuuchi at will for the entirety of the fight until Shin decides to mercifully end it. So again, he's probably negative 500. He's great to pair with Zaru and um. Who is the other one? I said, Zaro Posse and and Uh Maybe just put all three of them in like a fun little second fight card parlay. You might get pretty close to even money if you get all three of them together.
1: All righty. Recap the second half here. Haraguchi. Uh, Do you have Lee? You have Lee, right? No, Zaro no, Zawapasi. Excuse me, Zaro Yes, I've got your name down there. Wrong. Kami Kubo and Saul Killed, right?
0: Right. that's
1: it 10 picks in your ear holes make sure you get in the discord there will be sickos up at 4 a.m and 6 a.m eastern on sunday to watch these fights and chat about so that's sports dot slash discord twitter we're at sgpn mma jeff fox writer and gubby reeland i'm jeff fox writer on instagram as well i got a substack, stack money com. get in there enter my pick them contest sign up and get all my mma writing and my additional podcasts into your inbox Gumby's got a top turtle on podcast. It's always a fun listen with lots of good interviews, just like this week. Remind the people who's on it this week if they haven't listened already.
0: So I've talked to Billy Goff, who's getting ready to make his UFC debut out in Singapore. Uh, I also talked to Mitch Ramirez, who's getting ready for his contender series fight on Tuesday. And I talked to Abdul Karim El Sawadi, who is fresh off of beating George Hardwick and getting his UFC contract
1: there you go and all things good in the sports gaming world can be found at com. now i will say we'll talk to you on sunday hopefully you enjoyed the bonus episodes sunday we'll recap all of the ufc fun that we had um it will be me art of knockout jeff fox uh along with a little yama no sorry frogman frogman's funny Gumby frogman Gummy Breeland will be by my side as well talk to you then bye